Welcome to Scale with Virtual Assistants, where we explore how to get support from virtual assistants so that you can grow your business and have a life. Welcome everyone. Today I'm joined by Jenica Smith, who's the founder of Notely. They make beautiful, eco-friendly and stationery um, and gifts. Um, Jenica, how did you start your business? Like what, what was the impetus? Oh, years ago I used to run this um, Brisbane-based design blog where I started featuring creatives from all across Australia. Okay. And I kind of built all these relationships with photographers and artists and illustrators and it just got to the point where the site had really great humming community around it but um I guess it was just one of those ways it was like I'm not sure how to make this a business or what does that look like as a business Mm. so um after having a bit of a hitting a bit of a wall with that I took a bit of time away um and ended up just discovering that I had spent way too many years online building a community and not actually doing anything tactile and Mm. that's when I just kind of thought you know I really would love to maybe work with some of these artists in a collaborative way and maybe we could create some kind of product together that is something that I could market and use all my digital and print skills and yeah it ended up um, coming up with the idea for Notely around having an artist range of stationery, um, but it was yeah. also eco-friendly, so it had a very, um, very sustainably minded in terms of the packaging and the way we produce them. So it has a light environment on the foot, footprint for the environment. So yeah. yeah, it just kind of one project morphed into another, and then Notely was founded. Beautiful. And if you cast your mind to like two and a half years ago when we first spoke um, about getting um, you some virtual assistant support for your business, where was your business at back then? It was smaller and it wasn't able to grow because I was so busy doing so much of the admin and the day-to-day kind of Mm. running of the business. It's that kind of catchphrase of what they say, like the business owner gets stuck um, working in the business, not on the business. So, um, yeah, I'd spend evenings like replying to emails or trying to make sure, you know, if something was broken on the website, I was fixing that and following up if an order got lost, you know, like things like I was doing all this kind of running around, but I just wasn't doing anything to actually grow the business. So I was just really looking for something that um, someone who could kind of be a really good, um, I guess, team member, love working with the brand, but could just help take care of some of those things to allow me to work on things that would grow the business for the future. Yeah, and it sounds like like you started the business because of your artistic genius and, and all the, all your connections, but it sounded like the reality was a lot of admin. Yeah, and I guess if anyone says they're going to start an e-com store, it's like you have just no idea how many other things you need to learn about trying to run an online store. And these days it's just so competitive. Like that was nine or something years ago and e-com is a very different beast today um, where there's just so many people in a team that makes an e-com store run. Um, So it's, yeah, it's definitely been amazing having my VA to just help with a lot of that and really see where we can streamline things um, to make our lives easier but also just make things a lot more efficient. Yeah, fantastic. And so Christine, your VA started working with you. Um, What does Christine do in your business? 
So she ha we've kind of set it up recently that um, she has a series of daily tasks and a series of weekly and then monthly tasks. So yes. we kind of have them on ro rotating kind of pop-ups so she kind of knows what she's got to do. Um, and certain days of the week she'll um, – She'll update one of our stock spreadsheets on a Friday so that I kind of can look at that at the end of the week to see how we're sitting with different levels of stock. Uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, she checks all the different inboxes and alerts um, anything if there's a package gone missing or someone's having needs to change their address details on their order. We'll have those types of little admin tasks that come into the inbox. She's able to action them or she'll flag with me to say, what should we do about this? Yeah. So it's just those little day-to-day -day things that pop up that um, her main task of the day when she logs on um, mid-morning is just to make sure we check all those inboxes and one of the inboxes is our wholesale one which is new stockists that might want to stock our notebooks and stationery in their gift store around Australia yeah. um so what she'll do she'll send the catalog to them and a welcome email and if they've applied through our website um she can kind of approve their access to order things at wholesale pricing so we've got a few little systems set up that just help take any of the roadblocks out that I was really causing so many roadblocks because way too many things were sitting with me. <laughs> so it sounds like a lot of it is is the customer service and making sure that that's prompt and efficient and also some reporting as well so that you can make yes. decisions within your business. Yes, for sure. Um, we're redoing some of our reporting at the moment. Um, it's mm. one of those things where... We've been doing things a certain way for a little while and then we're like, oh, that's really clunky. We're not – it's not an efficient way for me to go and check this spreadsheet. So we've been trying to – we were, I think, brainstorming with you the other day about maybe it yeah. could just be an update in the Slack channel um, because we we communicate by Slack on so many things. Um, so if it was just another Slack channel that had those data updates, then it's not another thing I need to check. It would just come through and I can see that at the same time as those other conversations. So yeah. where I guess it's one of those things where we need, we're probably not the best at it, but we, we're trying to get better at like if there's something that's really long-winded and it's taking too many steps for her to have to update it on a weekly or monthly basis, let's see if we can make that easier like just yeah. for both of us. Fantastic. I love how you're just continuously reviewing um, what Christine does within the business and how she communicates that with you to, um, yeah, just to continue to optimise it. And uh, and I find, I don't know if you found this, but as our business grows, the systems we had that worked beautifully three months ago are no longer the best. So yeah. it's, it's this yeah. continuous evolution. Yeah. For sure. Um, and in the last um, 12 months, we've onboarded a 3PO warehouse to ship our notebooks yes. and wall planners and stationery. So um, that was then alleviating that headache of me also doing the shipping and packing of all orders. So um, what she can alert me to is if the warehouse is getting low in certain products that are key products, I can then make sure that I'm bringing more stock over to them. Um, so at the moment, there still is that little slight delay of me finishing the product, getting it ready to take to the warehouse. Um, but at least I can then just send Christine a quick list of what I've got that I'm taking over there and then mm. she can write up the purchase order and she sends it to our warehouse manager to say, Jen is bringing this stuff over and this is a full list with all the SKUs. Um, and if we've got a new product, like we've just recently launched our wall planners for 2024, so we've got the two sizes of that. So I can say to Christine, 
he, um, these are the names of the new products and so she'll jump into our barcode program and she'll create the barcodes for them and then she'll export the files and send me the link to where they are so then I'll put them in to and then she'll set up the box label that I put on the products to yes. then take to the warehouse so they've got a barcode on the front to be scanned in when they arrive at the warehouse so we've got a really good system going in that she can then tell the warehouse these are the new barcodes for the new products Jen will be bringing them over on whatever date we've discussed and then um, they can then ask her if they need anything further for that. So mm. it's um, just making sure that the warehouse has the right thing so that if product turns up um, that it's in their system, they've got it onboarded in their system. So Christine's a great conduit between kind of me saying, we've got this new product, I want to trial this thing or I want to, you know, have a, a go at like um, – we recently brought out these lucky dips which are a bit of a mismatch of any loose products I might have had and so okay. it's kind of, let's trial this the lucky dips so I'll box up a bunch of them can you do a box label she shoot it through I can print it stick it on the product and get it over to the warehouse so yeah, yeah it's just finding efficiencies in those things so that every time like we might only do new products every few months but she knows the system now that it's like she knows exactly what the steps are to do when we have that new product because there's quite a few in that to get it um, on the store and made public. Yeah. So you guys sound like you're a well-oiled machine, even though we're saying you're continuously <laughs> improving. Um, but what was it like delegating to Christine at the start? Oh, it was awful. I was so bad at it. <laughs> I'm just trying like I feel like something she just had to like pry them out of my hands or she'd just have she'd just be like Jen let me do this like it was just like I just I don't know if it'd be a control freak but it was just like I'm just so used to doing it all myself mm. and you've got to get better at like that long-winded story you tell yourself that it's um I've got to do it this convoluted way because it's all how I've always done it. Like yeah. it makes no sense to anybody else. Like mm. <laughs> it just doesn't. And even when I try, sometimes I try to say to her, explain, okay, this is the process I go through. And it's just like that is such a crazy long way to do that thing. Surely there's got to be a better way. So sometimes I'll even say to Christine, look, I've been doing it this way. I know there's got to be a better way. Could you have a Google? Could you maybe even just look at some process things yeah. or, you know, maybe other e-com stores or small businesses and see how they do this effectively? Um, and some things I wasn't sure how, you know, that maybe they didn't translate me explaining it in a message, didn't translate through properly. Mm. So then what Christine gave me back wasn't quite what I wanted or asked for. So what I found the easiest way, even if it's 11 o'clock at night, I just do a quick loom record and mm. we'll say in like two to five minutes tomorrow's task one of tomorrow's tasks I'd love you to do this and I just jump in and go in the inbox we're getting these types of emails I need you to download the tax invoices when they come in for these three different yeah. software things that we do I want you to add them to this file and then I want you to archive the emails so they're not color cluttering up our inbox because we're just starting to get, inbox was starting to get out of control because I think she thought I was handling stuff and then I'm not having time to go through lots of the different other emails yeah. that just don't immediately need actioning. Yeah. So trying to create those systems um, and then we've got a bit of an Asana library now where we have all these processes. So if it's something she might only do once or twice a year, she can kind of jump in and watch last year's video or ah, beautiful. remind yeah. her of like what the process is. And sometimes it's not even worth creating a full standard order procedure document or anything. It's like 
here's the video on how to do it and you can just watch it and learn what you've got to do. Yeah, that's fantastic. Loom videos are yeah, a very useful tool. And I want to acknowledge you because it is very uncomfortable delegating. It can be very uncomfortable, but um, you, you've got you've worked through that discomfort and you know, you're now on the other side. And I think Christine's like I've got I've really tried to say to her, if there's something you need from me, please don't feel bad reminding me to the end of the earth like if especially if there's something that she needs to get her Mm. job done like get the monthly blog article up I've given her the article um from our writer and then I she might be waiting on the feature image for me from me because I might have taken some new photos yeah Um, with the wall planners I was just shooting them last weekend so I've got to just process those photos and give that new photo to her um and so she needs that to get her task for the this month's blog live. So, it, you know, she doesn't have to feel bad reminding me three days in a row because I haven't got her that image because she needs that to complete her task. So I've really tried to um, make her, like, just really tried to emphasise, like, it's not on you at all. It's just mm. me running in too many directions and I need you to just tell me what you need from me if especially it was like today I need you to get me this so I can get this yeah. done yeah yeah so, and I, lo- I love that you've got that um, communication going because like I say I say to um, our virtual assistant team business owners love it when you bug them yeah it makes them feel yeah. safe knowing that you're on it then yes. if they forget you're going to remind yeah. them yeah for sure and with like I think one of the best things about having Christine in the team is that like I just wanted to know that if I wanted to duck away for a long weekend or something, you know, mm. I've just got someone looking at the inbox to make sure the world's not blowing up or, you know, if something yes. urgent is happening. And she could always ma- message me on Slack, but I don't have to then be checking that inbox while I'm yeah. away, even if it's just a couple of days through the week and I've just said, look, I'm going to be offline these days. Um, could you jump in and just, you know, if you really need to message me, but otherwise – I'm happy for you to talk to the warehouse and just sort out whatever you think. And there were, when I think I went away in August, there were a couple of things where nothing got action for a couple of weeks. So the warehouse were waiting for her. She was waiting for the warehouse. And I just said, look, going forward, Mm -hmm. how about we make a rule that if it's up to $200 worth of reposting someone's order, if it's been lost, don't wait for me to come back from holidays. Just make yes. a decision to say reship that person's order if it's lost mm. in the career or whatever. So I think it's giving her the power, empowering her to be able to just make decisions and say, Jen is happy if I make this decision, not thinking she's got to wait for me to approve it. So. Yeah, and I love that you're doing that because, you know, that might not have been appropriate month one, but yeah. this far down the track, she she would she knows what you'd probably do anyway and it was probably just a formality that she's asking you. So to, to remove yeah. that step and give her freedom, I think that's fantastic. And this type of thing is that when we've had issues, like it just it seems like we have issues all the time. We don't have issues all the time, but what's happened in the past is that I've handled the issues so she hasn't seen what's happened in that process. Yeah. So it's me getting better at saying, hey, Christine, remember this happened last month or a couple of months back? This is what I did. I'd love you to talk to the warehouse and tell them this is what to do. So yes. it's instead of that one like annoying thing that happens infrequently that I would just handle it's Mm. making sure I teach her how I'm handling it so if it happens when I just happen to be away for a day 
um, then she kind of is familiar with what to do because those weird scenarios are the ones that we don't have processes for. So if she doesn't see what I've realised, if she doesn't see how I'm handling it, she doesn't know at all what to do when I'm not there. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So you guys, uh, you do Loom videos, you've got um, uh, a library on Trello, I think you said. Yeah. Asana. Um, do you how else do you communicate? So you've got WhatsApp for messages. Do you jump on oh Slack for messages, I mean. Do you jump yeah. on face to face calls sometimes? Yeah. Um usually a Monday lunchtime we have just like yeah. it's kind of when I'm on my lunch break. Um we'll just have a quick catch up and I'll just talk to her about what's going on for the week ahead. Um yeah. usually it's a good chance to just say, Oh, I've got this new project in the works, like this new design for this thing in the works. Um probably expect that I'll get you to do the barcodes once I finalise that product maybe next week. So it's just a bit of a heads up of what might be coming. Um, We can talk about if I'm on leave or if she's having um, time off or we'll talk about um, maybe any issues that have come up in the week before. Like I'll say I'm due to take this stock over to the warehouse. So it's kind of just a bit of a touch base and a face-to-face. So we usually do it um, Monday lunchtime. And um, that's been a really great addition to the week because sometimes it just felt like Monday or Tuesday I'd send big essays about all the updates of things that are coming or have happened. And just that face-to-face has been really nice to just, you know, sit and have a chat together and then um, we can kind of talk through anything. And between we've got a couple of Slack channels just depending on what the tasks are so it's kind of like our main chat where we'll talk about jobs but then specific things um are only talked about in those different what do you call it channels um but asana is kind of where we keep our processes and that's where um christine has her fortnightly or weekly tasks where she can then check them off because they're on auto recurring ones um and it's just a good reminder so she um I could kind of see she's done them, but then also she feels then she's ticking them off her list and accomplishing things throughout the week. It is satisfying to tick things off. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And so what have you learned about yourself during your journey working with Christine? Um, That having worked in communications and marketing for 20 years, that I really can improve in the communicating space. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think... There's just so many things I've thought I've explained it properly because it was in my head a certain way and Mm. I've just got to be a lot simpler. Also, I've really got to explain what I'm after. Like maybe it's that end result I'm trying Mm. to achieve. So, you know, if there's a way we do it better, then I'm all open for that. Um, So I think in the early days with Christine, there were some things I was like, oh, I thought she'd do it like this, but then it was like she's totally misinterpreted what I've asked. Mm. So then it was just like, oh, I, so I really had to get better at saying do a couple or do the first one or two and show me and uh, then yes. we then go, okay, yes, you can do the rest. Like sometimes I'd left her on a big task and she'd done it for two days and then it was not quite right and we had to reassess and mm. fix it up again. So it's really just making sure we do, you know, bite-sized chunk. Are you on the right track? Do you need help? Or or um, in the early days she didn't feel she could ask for help if she was kind of drowning on a task. And at least now I hope we've built enough rapport that she can be like, oh, Jen, I'm not quite sure what you mean by this. Or she'll repeat back what 
um, how she's interpreted it. So we're getting yeah. better at that back and forwards together of um, just so that we know we're trying to be efficient as possible but also I don't want to be wasting her day on some menial thing that could be done a thousand times quicker another way. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like uh, and, and I want to acknowledge you for saying you could be better at communication because I think everyone could and um, including me, but it sounds like there's a few tools and techniques you've you've been rolling out. One is to explain the outcome you want, not just the steps. You also were talking about um, uh, Christine asking good questions and sort of paraphrasing what you've asked her to do to check the understanding. Um, you've also said that instead of getting her to do the whole, you know, the task many many times just do it once or twice and check in to make sure it's you know what you had in your head so Mm. yeah like there's some really powerful techniques and I think recently um so the inbox has been quite a challenge because I know Christine's looking at the inbox but what I was finding hard was after hours me then actually working out what are the most important things I need to action versus Mm -hmm. what we're waiting on so I found a really great youtuber talking about like inbox zero for outlook and I think it was only 10 minutes but he completely cleaned up his whole inbox with just this this process of assigning it as um to follow up so it was kind of categorizing a follow-up waiting or um what was the other one there's another third one so instead of read through so Mm. what I've tried to do is I did quite a big cull on the inbox because what was happening is Christine would flag things, but I didn't know if it was like sitting with me, sitting with her, yeah. or if it was kind of like, is this something she's actioned, but then we've still got all of them sitting in the inbox. Yeah. So I've got her to watch that tutorial video. We've both watched it. I've implemented it and I've done a loom to also show how I'm act- archiving things after yes. I've actioned it. And so then I said at the end of the day, I can just sit down and look at all the ones that I've got to follow up. Mm. And then I can really quickly see what the priorities are of people I've got to get back to. And I think it went from being this kind of thing of we've just got this exploding inbox with no idea of who's taking control of what. Even though I know she's checking it every day, she's just flagging some stuff and it just just wasn't enough. We need to figure out how to get to that next stage where we were managing it better. Um, And I think this new kind of system... um, I don't know. I feel like I, at least for now, I feel a lot more in control of it. So it's just getting to that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love you know to to work on a system or a formula so that everyone's on the same page about where things are at mm. and who's who's um caught is that ball in at the moment. You can you know always yes. pass it to each other, but who's looking after it at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And so I mean, you've been working really well with Christine. You know, you've shared some of the journey and challenges and you know how you've worked through those what do you think the secret of success is uh, of working with the VA is definitely um communication in terms of like expectations of I really need you to do this every week or I need you to tell me if um if we have this as a priority task but I'm giving you something else that is taking all your time it's really identifying are we doing things for the sake of it because it's always been a process or yes. is it because, um, you know, that was a process at the beginning, maybe we don't need to do it like that because it's taking yeah. you an hour every day to do it like that. So really 
I don't know if streamlining is the right word. It's kind of just like evolving as you figure better ways to work together um, and and communicating that on a face-to-face level but also daily in our, in our um, team, our Slack chats. Because yeah. I think the face-to-face has really been game-changing for just talking through and remembering that you're, you've got a person at the other end of the chats. Yeah. Um, and to be able to talk through and also for her to get the energy and the excitement I might have about a new product coming out that might not come across in a text yeah. message. So um, I completely agree. Anyone who's got a virtual assistant not catching up face-to-face, at least weekly, um, do it. Uh, some, sometimes we have people that have been working with their virtual assistant for years and then they come to me and go, oh, we've got a problem. And it's like, yeah, that's because you stopped your face-to-face three months ago. Like if you guys talk to each other, yeah. everything will get better. Like <laughs> that, that's usually obviously sometimes there's other things we can facilitate, but like it's a critical part of it. If yeah. they're not, you know, they're a person, like you said. And also um, really trying to figure out like Christine has, yeah, her, her certain hours that she wants to work. She's not thinking about the business all hours of the day like yeah. I am as a business owner. So it's really getting me to understand what is the best use of her amazing brain in the time that I have it on those few hours every day. So it's just trying to weed out any of those really annoying tasks that we just don't need in our lives, like unsubscribing from heaps of things that were filling up the inbox. Yeah, um, <laughs> You know, like how do we just improve and evolve so um we don't have as much like filler yeah yeah filling up the time unnecessarily I guess that makes sense and so what advice do you have for business owners who are thinking about getting a virtual assistant um I definitely think it's a good reality check in terms of what processes you might have or might not have (laughs) so I definitely know initially there was a lot of me doing I didn't initially use Loom, but there was a lot of me like trying to put documents together of you do it like this and you do it like that. And that took so much time. And, you know, it was a few months late into it that I realised this could be a five-minute walkthrough video and that's when Loom just became my best friend. And um, I can record two or three different tasks for the week in, I don't know, half an hour and give her the links in different Asana tasks for different days of the week or I might say this is for next week or this is a if you get time this week, do this task. So as well as Christine's regular tasks, she's now got these other new skill things to learn which are through the walkthroughs. So having a really good um, having a really good process for like recording something and sending it through mm. your job system or um and the expectation that I'm not giving her everything to do the next day, I'm saying, yeah. you know, this is a nice to have by next week when you think you can fit it in your schedule. So um, I'm definitely a lot better than that than when we started. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So um, thank you so much for your insights. I, I love how you've been so open about sharing your journey, some of the emotions around it, some of the areas where you guys have improved, you know, your communication and work together. How can people contact you if they want some beautiful stationery or want to buy a gift for someone? What's the best place? Um, our website, notely, notely.com.au, um, or you can find us on Instagram at the notely. Um, and yeah, that's how you can find us online. 
Um, we've got our 2024 wall planners that we've just released, which is exciting, getting everyone organised for the new year coming. Um, and we've got love, lots of lovely cards and notebooks and journals for Christmas gifts or staff gifts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll put those links in the show notes so you can go check out the, the beautiful work. Um, any final words? No, but I thank you so much, Carmen, for really like pushing me to find better ways to work with Christine because I know sometimes I just get stuck in a bit of a rut about things where I just don't know how and I really love that you've been able to like pop in every few months and just go, you know, maybe you could try this or try that and that's (laughs) been really um, a big key of our success with working with Christine too is just having the support of you guys to just check in with her if she to see if she is going okay in case she might not want to talk directly to me about something that's going on um, and just having um, that kind of almost not mediator but just person in the middle that's a bit of neutral territory if there is ways that you need to figure out how to get better at things. Yeah. Um, so definitely working yeah. with you guys has been really great for the relationship with Christine. It's been an absolute pleasure. Then thank you for having, um, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks so much. See ya. (laughs) Yeah.